but it's when they are building a temple or some sort of important building and nature is just like, no, you can't build this and keeps like knocking it down or burning it down Mm -hmm. or floods wipe it away or earthquakes keep breaking it. So they believed that the gods of nature are just super pissed. So they need to be appeased. Uh Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And they would seek a volunteer Mm. um, to be buried alive in one of the foundation pillars of the building. They're like, yeah, this will fix it. Wow. (laughs) Yes. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Caving Universe. Whether you are new or returning, make sure you hit like and subscribe down below. Uh, also, don't forget to follow us on social media. We are at Caving Universe on all platforms. That is including Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, even Facebook. Um, also, don't forget we have our link down below for our Patreon. Uh, some uh, never before seen stuff, I guess you can say. Yeah, so today we had a pretty interesting conversation um, with the one and only Taya Nakamura. Um, she is currently a second grade teacher in Japan, um, who has a love for history, um, and honestly a knowledge for it as well. Um, so it was really interesting to get to talk, uh, get to talk to her and even, you know, kind of learn a little bit more. I mean, I feel like when we do these guest shows, we always learn something and I think that's what I love about it. Yeah. So, I mean, as you can probably tell, I'm doing kind of a little solo intro today, so I guess we can just get right into it. Um, hope you enjoyed this conversation um, with um, Taya Nakamura. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the show. Uh, today here with us, we have Taya, Taya Nakamura. Um, how are you doing today? We're so happy to have you on the podcast today. I am so happy to be talking to you guys, sipping my coffee. It's a beautiful Sunday morning, so yes, I'm and that's... ready to talk about history. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, of course. Oh, gosh, yeah. We're, we're so excited for that as well. Yes. Uh, um, so, Taya, for our listeners, Taya's actually in uh, near Hiroshima, right, in Japan. Yes, um, yes. So, maybe if you just want to start off, tell us, like, a little bit what life is like there. Yeah, like, how did how did that come about, right? Yeah. Because you know, that's, that's super interesting. Yeah. Uh, coming from Texas, it's a, <laughs> you yeah, know, Texas. <laughs> yeah. it's a it's a crazy story because I originally, uh, not originally, my dad was in the military, moved around a lot, and I was in Idaho for university. Um, I did my first year of teaching there, and I was like, no, I gotta leave the states. Um, and I googled how to teach in other countries, and I found a job in Japan. And uh, I had taken some Japanese history classes in university. And I was like, I know about Japan like 400 years ago. I could definitely move there. No problem. (laughs) Um, Not speaking a lick of Japanese. And so I moved here about seven years ago, taught there, met my husband, moved to uh, a tiny little port town close to Hiroshima. So it's, it's just so fun. There's new stuff every day. I yeah. get to see little old ladies wearing kimono as oh, they go wow. oh to their so awesome. job at restaurants. Oh. And I live like right next to this tiny little temple. The wow. street that I live on now was um, in an old prostitution street during <laughs> wow. World War II. Wow. So it's so cool. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, talk about that. history there. Yeah. I know, right? Right. Like, right where you live. Gosh. That's so amazing. And I've always been yeah. infatuated, too, with Japanese culture. Like, that's probably just 
just one of my favorite like cultures to like I don't know just study about but then also like I mean you know to be honest anything from Japan pops up on TikTok or something I'm like all over that all liking it, it <laughs> coming yes. on my feed and all that so I, I love <laughs> I love that uh, that culture and and yeah. you know I have to ask too being from Texas because today the high was 105 degrees Fahrenheit so yeah. what's the weather like over there so today I'm pretty sure the weather is like the high of let me check right now. It's a high of 78, but let me tell you about the humidity. Okay? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Yeah. So the humidity is at 87%. Oh, wow. Yeah, oh. that's probably more humid than over yeah, here. Yeah, so too. that's like not even like a cool 78. That's yeah. Like a, nope. Yeah, I would think you get the cool not breeze cool like with the ocean, yeah. you know, but yeah. wow. No, it's just hot, <laughs> hot breeze. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Um, I guess a good way that we could get into it is just like if you want to tell people about kind of like how you like got into history, like how did you become like so infatuated with it? So originally I was not a history person. I it was a subject that I liked in high school and in junior high school, but I wasn't super into it. My dad was into it. Every family trip that we took was always surrounding history. We always went to a museum or we went to a historical spot and my dad called it forced family fun. So we would have to forced family forced fun. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good way to look fun. at it. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna have fun, but it's gonna be forced. <laughs> exactly. He's like, we're gonna do what I want to do, and we're gonna enjoy it. Right. Yeah. Okay, Dad. Like it. Perfect. <laughs> and then, like one of the moments that I was like, oh, okay, I guess my dad's like not crazy. Is when we went to a pirate festival. We lived in Virginia for a while, and my dad was like, you like pirates? And I was like, I don't know. I guess. sure (laughs) it's like we're going to a pirate festival so we went to this pirate festival and i was totally hooked i was like oh okay dad like i can get into history if history is like this if it's pirates Mm -hmm. so (laughs) then i went into university still loving history my dad and i would watch like documentaries and stuff and we'd talk about pirates a lot of pirate related things that was like the place where we found uh, common ground oh, with, awesome. with pirates yeah. and uh i went to university and i was like i'm gonna be a nurse yay <laughs> turns out no mm. uh blood is gross oh yeah so... <laughs> <laughs> right wow. <laughs> wow. Um, so then i had like a little crisis and was like oh if i'm not gonna be a nurse what am i gonna do right. um and my dad suggested why don't you just take some general classes and see mm. see what you like um, and I took a, uh, East Asian history class. And the first day that I walked in, there was this big giant picture of Tokugawa Ieyasu, one of the three great shoguns of Japan. And he looked so cool <laughs> in his robes, just like sitting there real grumpy. And my professor, Dr. Woods, shout out to Dr. Woods, um, just introduced me to East Asian history and I was like oh I really like this yeah and I went and I changed my major that very day wow wow. so you essentially have like your dad to thank for your passion truly truly though (laughs) wow that's so interesting it it was in there and then you just needed to be shown the right things like the pirates and um east you said east asian history to kind of like awaken that and that that, that's that's, exactly that's awesome you see because I think like every 
because I kind of went through that too. Like you know, not like any. I guess every mm-hmm. kid doesn't like history because they just mm-hmm. see it as a part of school, and you're just like ah. Uh. But then yeah. like I feel like the older you get, the more interested you are in like, wait, what happened? Like what were they up to? Like whoa, yeah. like yes. that's that's insane. Exactly. Yeah. So. Wow. And then, um, so like I wanted to speak to like one thing that really stood out to me is the woman's the story of the woman samurai. So like <laughs> yeah yeah. So I, I'm interested to to hear about that. So I didn't find out about women's samurai until I had moved to Japan. Like there was this one picture floating around Pinterest for like years of this colorized picture of a woman in samurai armor. And I just thought it was like, well, it's a Pinterest thing. It's not real. Um, And then I was, I was speaking with at my previous school, I was speaking with one of the, PE teachers there and she was also the kendo teacher kendo is like Japanese like sword fighting basically right and she was like you should definitely get into this it's great uh you'll learn more Japanese you'll have fun and she loves history too she was like oh and you can be like a Japanese onabugeisha and I was like what (laughs) what is that she was like oh like women women samurai I was like whoa 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 hold yeah. on <laughs> there were there were women samurai she was like oh yeah whoa. and so we went through like the my students my high school students textbooks and we found one or two of the uh they're called onobugeisha the women samurai and i was absolutely hooked wow so it's just like from then <laughs> wow that's so so crazy how like and it's, yeah. it seems like this like everything happens for a reason. So it's like I know if right. you you know <laughs> if you would have never been exposed to these things, then you know or shown taught these things, then who knows? You know right. that's so crazy. Dang, I know it is so crazy. And um, one thing we also noticed uh, the the Heian period is that how you pronounce it? Yes, the Heian period. Heian, mm-hmm. okay, Heian. Could you tell us like a little bit more yeah. about that? So the Heian period is one of my favorite periods in Japanese history because it's just so like, I don't even know a word to describe it other than just fancy. It's the fanciest period. So you have, it's fancy and also terrible at the same time. So you have this period where the rich people are so freaking rich that they're just doing nothing all day wow nothing but making art and writing poems and making up new parts of the japanese language like the whole one of the three alphabets in the japanese language was created during the heian period because people just had nothing better to do than to write wow um it's crazy it's so crazy but then all these like regular regular people were toiling in the farms trying to make rice Mm. and Uh. other things that you make at a farm trying to uphold this society Mm -hmm. um and you've got women who were wearing like 16 layers of kimonos so they would just sit and they would wear these 16 layer kimonos and do nothing all day except for write and play the japanese harp and there was a huge like creation of Japanese literature there was Japanese art created at the time and then you have the regular people who were doing so much 
like farming innovation and making all new types of rice and farming techniques and technology and stuff like that. It was one of my, it's one of the most interesting periods for me in Japanese history. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. And that is interesting because you have this huge like gap in society where like you Mm -hmm. said, it's like a, a, you know, higher, higher, upper middle class and a lower, lower, lower class. But then also came out of, like what came out of that, you know, is like you said, all the, the arts from the higher class and yeah. the innovation from the lower class. That's definitely yes, interesting exactly. to look into. Wow. wow. Yeah. yeah. That is really it's interesting. so cool. Mm-hmm. So cool. <laughs> yeah. And then um, so what would you say? Um, like before we actually started recording, like I was telling you, I'm infatuated with, with uh, ancient Egyptian history or Egyptian history in general. But like, mm-hmm. what would you say like your favorite historical time period would be? My favorite historical time period would definitely have to be I love Edo, Japan. Okay. So the time between like 1667 and 18 something, right. the late 1800s. Mm-hmm. I can't think about it right now. Right. So like um, a 200, you know, something year gap. Yeah. Right. So okay. this is when in Japan, it was totally closed off from the rest of the world. So at the beginning of the Edo period, um, this, uh, which shogun was it? I forgot. It was one of the shoguns. Mm -hmm. He totally hated Christianity and he kicked all of the Portuguese um, priests and like, what are they? I can't, what is the word? Not monk. Like like bishops or? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. just like people who would go um, and like. Like preachers? Like preachers, I guess. Yeah, 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 preachers. I'm not really too familiar with that either. (laughs) Me either. (laughs) I forgot the word. (laughs) Yeah. It was like the Pope. (laughs) Yeah, the Pope. The Pope was in Japan. He He was there. The Pope out of Japan. (laughs) Joe was like, GTFO, get out of here. We're done with you. (laughs) So he just kicked every Christian out of Japan. He was like, either you stay here and you um, assimilate into Japanese society, or you leave third option we just straight up kill you oh, wow. so take your pick right. yeah. yeah some uh, crazy <laughs> things happen. Yeah. yeah exactly I'll right some <laughs> people didn't some people didn't they, leave well yeah so I mean, that I was like understand. the beginning yeah yeah wow, wow. so what so then yeah what happened when they didn't leave they, some terrible things happened. Oh, they yeah. would do, they would like crucify people. They would bury people upside down with their heads in the dirt, oh. burn people alive. It was absolutely crazy. Oh so that was gosh. like the beginning of the Edo period. Wow. They were just kicking everybody out that wasn't Japanese. They closed off the entire country, which you can do because it's, it's an archipelago. It's mm-hmm. completely islands. Right. So they shut everything down. No foreign people were allowed to come. There was a few incidences of like sailors getting shipwrecked on on Japanese islands and then just getting straight up murdered because they weren't allowed to be there. Just wrong place, wrong time. Yeah, exactly. And at that time, because there was no contact with the outside world except for two port towns, Hmm. and even then they built islands off like off of Japan's islands to have the foreign people go there and trade so they weren't in contact with Japanese people other than right yeah exactly wow and then 
all of this art and music and culture and fashion was created in this like time capsule of a country and when the rest of the world was advancing and going through like industrial revolutions japan was just still in there with the samurais and no guns and swords and still thinking that people had like four stomachs oh wow so, <laughs> like yeah Jeez, it's crazy that is absolutely so crazy. crazy yes yeah yeah because that's, so that's a, my that, favorite that's, yeah because <laughs> that's the part of like like i said we I, you know i know we touch on you know world history you know and in, in our education system but just hearing going the deep dives is what's really interesting because you're like wait they did what like i yeah. said you know <laughs> no wow i know right yeah you're making me i want to look into all this stuff too after this <laughs> <laughs> it's like, a, it's like wow. the stuff that they don't really like do, like do they teach us that like in uh here in america do they teach us that kind of stuff or do they keep some stuff so, like right i was a world history teacher when i lived in idaho mm-hmm. um and we briefly covered japanese history mm-hmm. But it was like, I think it was like six weeks to cover from the Jomon period, which is like prehistory, all the way to like the Meiji Restoration and right before World War II. So six weeks to cover like thousands of years of history. You're going to miss some stuff. That was in like the Idaho curriculum. So I don't know about other states. Right. No, yeah, it's, yeah, it's. I'm sure with ev- pretty much every everywhere, like the Roman Empire, you know, you try to study the you can't study the Roman Empire even in six <laughs> weeks. Like that's yeah. just huge. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, so yeah, it's really just all about like getting into it, and and that's yes. the thing too. I've always liked that. Maybe what got me into history too, as I got older, is having those teachers. You can tell when a teacher is you know phoning it in, or a teacher is like really passionate. And that's when I got I had a world history teacher, and I think when I was a junior in high school, that really like I can just tell the way he talked about history, how much he was into it, made me want to be into it more. So that's definitely important. Yes, so yeah. so important to have that connection. Right. Wow, that's like my. My mantra is nobody hates history. You just have had bad teachers. Right. Wow. Yes. See, that's a good way to look at it. Yeah, that's probably the most accurate way. Um, yeah. <laughs> you mentioned earlier when we when you uh-huh. asked, um, or no, yeah, he asked, like, what happens if they didn't leave? And you mentioned, like, there was a couple of things they would do. Bury their heads in mm-hmm. the sand upside down. And, like, yeah. I don't <laughs> – I'm, like, trying to try not to be weird asking this, but is there, like, any yeah, other, okay. like – weird thing like not weird but like torture type that you would see is like super crazy like because to me like she's interested in knowing about that yeah the torture yeah yeah. Yeah, she's the type that watches all those documentaries yeah i don't want to sound crazy asking this but i'm infatuated no no you're not crazy because it's so interesting okay so the thing that pops into my head it, it doesn't have to do with the um with the torturing of the priests and the Christian priests, but it has to do with one of my like plethora of favorite Japanese things um, is called yokai. Mm -hmm. So yokai are like ghosts and demons and all spooky things in, in Japan. And there is a yokai that comes from a tradition. I forgot what the, the the name of it is, um, but it's when, they are building a temple or some sort of important building and nature is just like, no, you can't build this and keeps like knocking it down or burning it down or Mm -hmm. floods wipe it away or earthquakes keep breaking it. So they believed that 
the gods of nature are just super pissed yeah. so they need right. to be it seems like it. Uh-huh. yeah exactly <laughs> and they would seek a volunteer mm. um to be buried alive in one of the foundation pillars of the building what? they're like yeah this will fix it wow <laughs> yes yeah and i'm wow. sure you're like how why would anybody right. volunteer for this right but the incentives for your family to do it were like banana sandwich. So there's one really famous story of this mom who was like a single mom. Her husband had died and her kids were like, they, she didn't have enough food to feed them. They didn't have any education. And so the priests were like, if you volunteer, we will take care of your children. Mm-hmm. And she was like, all right. Yeah. I will volunteer as tribute. I will Katniss Everdeen this shit, right. and I will go into this place. Right. So <laughs> wow, yeah, exactly right. And she she went in um, to the pillar, buried alive. It's like this whole ceremony, this elaborate ceremony, and then the priests didn't honor their side of the bargain. Oh no, my gosh. that's messed. Up. Oh yes, that's messed right. <sighs> so the building didn't fall down. But it would, like, the walls would leak water. And it just, things would be covered in water all the time. And another one of the priests was like, oh, no, this is the mother crying because her kids aren't being taken care of. And so it was just, things were getting moldy and decaying and there was just water everywhere. And so what they did was then they, they were like, I'm so sorry. And they did another ceremony to uh, appease the the lady who went into the right. pillar. Mm-hmm. And then they made her kids like higher rank and they gave them food and money and education and stuff like that. Right. And it totally stopped oh, after that. That's wow. like the, the legend. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Yes. Yeah. Cause like, I know, you know, we can sit here and joke about like, Oh, they really thought that would fix it. But then the fact that it occurred in yeah. that way, it makes you really think like, huh, you know, maybe <laughs> something is going yes. on there. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So that's, it's wow. so interesting. That is. Yeah. Wow. wow. Yeah. I'm just, you just, mind blown over here mm-hmm. uh, you just blew my mind over here right yeah <laughs> wow that's crazy and um you cover a lot of this uh a lot of history too on your podcast um can you explain yeah. to uh like what your podcast name of course and then uh what you know how how it goes about yeah <laughs> the flow so my podcast is for the love of history and it's what i call a pandemic podcast there's a lot of podcasts that popped up during the pandemic um, mine is <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> We're a pandemic podcast. Pandemic. Yeah, yeah, pandemic right. podcast. Yeah, we started community. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. So I started it, and it was mostly because, um, like my friends and my my husband, my boyfriend at the time, was like, "Taya, we cannot listen to you talk about these things anymore. We love you so much, <laughs> but." You need to stop. Right. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> um, so I had all this extra time on my hands and I decided why not start a podcast? Right. Um, and I wanted to talk about things that people usually don't talk about. Like my tagline is world history, women's history and weird history. Mm-hmm. That's what I talk about. Um, cause there's a lot of podcasts that are oh, exclusively women's history, or there's a lot of podcasts that are exclusively dark history, or right. there's podcasts that are only 
crazy weird history. Right. I want to talk about everything. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's that, what that, makes you unique. Because it's all cool. Yeah. No, Thank yeah, it you. is. Yeah. And then, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Pandemic podcast. It's still in my head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pandemic podcast. Yeah. I swear. It's like a thing. So you started, um, like, what, what episode would you, are you on, like, right now? I'm ep- on episode 69 okay. comes out tomorrow oh, nice. um, on on Monday. So oh, nice. Monday evening, Monday morning for right. everybody else. Right. So, okay. yeah. And we're talking about sex workers in oh, Japan. Ooh, so, yeah. Wow. We're talking about Orion. So Orion were like the big main. If, if anybody has watched Demon Slayer, that anime, mm-hmm. are you guys into I'm anime? Familiar, right, I'm familiar yeah. with it. Yes. Well, yeah. I mean, okay. There's so much yeah. anime out there, you know. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. You know, I'm mainly into like the typical, you know, Dragon Ball. But um, I was gonna say, like, I like Death Note. I know that one's real typical too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We're yeah, into like Death the Note's typical ones. Yes. We have Crunchyroll, but like when yeah. we go on there, it's like, oh my gosh, there's so much anime. Yes. <laughs> like, what do we choose? Yeah. <laughs> what was that other one that we watched? Do you remember? What, Attack on Titan. Like, no, the one where they um would do like bets or something oh what was that that was on netflix i totally yes. forgot what that was that school where they're it's like a school st- where yeah, yeah. They i'm sorry do we're, bets and we're getting stuff. off topic i'm not no, familiar <laughs> with it yeah, i just gotta know the name of that yes i it, it, i can't pro- I, we could yeah. never pronounce the name too um yeah. and i don't want to say okay. it wrong but um but yes uh uh yeah what you were saying i'm sorry yeah. your, se- okay. your episode coming out we got all psyched. yeah you, you yeah you that's t- okay <laughs> i i've got adhd so my brain is like <laughs> oh yeah we're totally all the like time that. so oh, yeah. That, right here with you right yeah that's our podcast yeah. <laughs> i'll just go off on a tangent then later on i'm like eh, maybe i should edit that out <laughs> right it's fine yeah. that's the power of editing it's okay right yes. yeah exactly the um the anime uh is if you want a recommendation it's really good it's called demon slayer um the japanese one is uh kimetsu no yaiba kimetsu no yaiba in english it's demon slayer and there's an uh in the third season i believe there is one of the demons on there that is an orion so she is like one of the high class prostitutes on there and one of her powers is to kill people with her obi so like the if you see a kimono it's like the belt in the center Mm -hmm. so it's like like tentacles and she kills oh, people wow. with it it's so cool wow. yeah awesome. so that that's an audion mm. so the next episode that i'll be putting out is all about the non-demon related history of the right. of the audion and it's really interesting so wow. yeah yeah one of the last things that i wanted to ask <laughs> so um what is like your f- I, you mentioned weird history is also like mm-hmm. you know your area too so what's like yeah. your one favorite piece of weird history my one favorite piece of weird history, probably, um, <laughs> I've I've got two, but I'll just go with the first one. Um, is the Salem Tomato Trials? So there was. Sorry, that just I know, funny. That was a funny name. <laughs> it's gonna be something totally dark <laughs> watching. <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> so back in the Disney when people were. Uh, not eating tomatoes Mm -hmm. because uh they would so 
higher ranking people, higher class people would eat tomatoes off of pewter plates. And the acid from the tomatoes would react with the pewter from the plate and turn into a poison. And so when people would eat tomatoes, they would get really, really sick. And if they ate a lot, they would die. So for a long time, people thought that tomatoes were poisonous. They were the devil's fruit because they're also a part of the deadly nightshade family, Mm -hmm. which is actually super duper poisonous. So there was a guy, I forget his name. Um, but for some reason he decided to be the champion of tomatoes and he (laughs) called (laughs) the tomato champion and he gathered all the people around the Salem courthouse and was like, hear ye, hear ye. I'm about to eat a bunch of tomatoes to prove that tomatoes are not the fruit of the devil. And he ate an entire basket a whole bushel of tomatoes and god didn't strike him down and he didn't die and so from that point on people were like all right tomatoes are fine exactly they just brushed it off like (laughs) well yeah because yeah they had had a basket not that pewter plate and you love tomatoes i know tomatoes i'm gonna constantly anytime i eat tomatoes now i'm gonna think of the salem tomato trial (laughs) yep the salem tomato trial so that's one of my favorite weird weird history things yeah wow that's so so awesome i had such a great conversation yes and then one one, too. Thank you. one last question I had just in general life in Japan, like what's your favorite like dish or like something like type of food there to just go out and get? <gasps> oh, OK. So if you're ever in Japan, you need to have zaru soba and tempura. So zaru soba is soba noodles, buckwheat noodles, mm-hmm. and they're cold and you dip them in a cold soy sauce uh, wasabi um, like soup, mm-hmm. you dip them in and you eat it and it's cold. It's like the perfect summertime food. Mm-hmm. And then on the side, you can have tempura, like the fried vegetables and shrimp wow. and things like that. So yes. you definitely need to try that. Yeah. And then after for dessert, you need to have kakigori with condensed milk on it. And it is so good. Um, but yeah, we definitely had so much uh, fun having you on the show today, and um, we yeah, learned so much. yeah, we did. Like... We learned so much and so much more. I <laughs> wanna... so glad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, um, is there any other? Um, well, of course, your podcast and in your social media and any other, um, <clears throat> you know, things you want to uh, plug in uh, before we go? Yeah. Yeah, so if you want to continue this journey of weird history, women's history, and world history, you can uh, listen to my podcast, For the Love of History, on any podcast platform. Uh, I'm all over the place. And then if you'd like some daily doses of weird history, uh, you can follow me on For the Love of History podcast um, on Instagram mm-hmm. nice. and then on TikTok. So awesome, I'm awesome. on both places. I've got a Twitter awesome. too, but I don't know how to use Twitter. So oh, yeah, I'm not we're there. right there with we're you. We're still trying to figure it out <laughs> yeah. too. We're yeah. mainly on TikTok and Instagram also. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, so. Facebook's Visual just people. there. Yeah, Facebook there. Yeah. I know, same. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, wow, that's so, so awesome. Um, well, I mean, I hope you have a great rest of the day. Oh, yeah. I know we Thank talked about you. it. We talked about it in the beginning. It's 10 a.m. Well, what? Almost 10, 30, 11 now. So um, yep. you yeah. still have a whole day ahead of you. And over here, it's like whole almost day. nine at night. Yeah, sun's almost down. Oh, yeah. man. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. But that's awesome. Well, you guys have a great night, and I will have a great day. Okay. All right. Yes, All perfect. Right. And well. hopefully we can have you back on soon. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah, of course. I would love it. All okay, right. Perfect. We'll talk to you awesome. next time. All right. Okay, bye. 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 <laughs>